Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. I've just realized I didn't get myself a beer. I'm in real trouble now. How am I going to last um, this uh, show um, with uh, without any liquid refreshment at all. So uh, I might have to disappear off at some point to join the show um, to uh, grab a can, folks, um, But uh, uh, because it looks like it's a solo show this evening. But um, before we do that, um, we'll get through a whole bunch of uh, rugby, so uh, don't you worry. What have we got tonight? Well, we've got Super Rugby, Alpaki, and Super Rugby Pacific, as well as the Six Nations, which is back again as well. So, all of that on the Driving Wall Show this evening with me, Paul. I'll be your host this evening. And uh, I will, uh, and don't forget uh, that you can listen to us as a podcast, such as New Zealand Sport Radio, or you can, uh, or you can also watch us live at 8 p.m. every Monday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So, yes, all of that. And before we get into the show, the reason that I am on my own is because it's Birthday Monday um, this uh, today. Apparently, so Stephen can't join me as it's his, uh, his wife's birthday. So I hope they, uh, so Mrs. Stephen has a lovely meal out um, and they have a good, and she's had a wonderful day. Also, um, it's Brad's uh, birthday as well. So happy birthday to Brad, who is uh, one of the uh, co-hosts of our standoff show on a, a Wednesday um, evening. And then uh, finally, uh, it's my dad's birthday as well. So I'll be uh, saying happy birthday to dad um, after this as he uh, lives over in Europe. So um, yes, big birthday Monday um, for the um, uh, New Zealand Sport Radio kind of extended far now. Um, so uh, there you go, folks. Uh, not much in the way of rugby news, really, um, that um, has, has come up. It's mainly been about uh, um, the games uh, that I've kind of noticed over um, the last couple of weeks, the last week or so, which is uh, kind of nice. Um, Wales seems to have uh, calmed down a bit, um, but um, still um, a bit of a mess um, for um, the uh, uh, over there in Wales to be uh, to be figured out. Um, I've been listening to the Attacking Scrum podcast, so give them a listen if you want to know what's going on um, in Welsh rugby. Uh, they're a good podcast, and uh, boy oh boy, it's still a big mess over there, and you do wonder how well or if they are going to be able to compete. Um, next year as all their salaries um, get slashed. 
um, in that one. <laughs> Chris Rivers, England are terrible. Um, should have stuck with Eddie. Well, yes, we will um, get on to um, that uh, later. Talking of podcasts, actually, um, the Eddie Jones podcast um, is um, is pretty good. Um, I've been uh, listening to his one as well, where he uh, has a quick show um, once a week talking about um, Super Rugby and uh, the Six Nations predominantly. Um, obviously talking about Wallabies and the preparation that they're doing towards the um, Rugby World Cup. And he's over in Europe at the moment uh, doing a scouting mission by watching the two Welsh games. Um, and uh, also by uh, looking at the, um, what's uh, the other one? Oh, I've gone blank now. Um, looking at uh, the uh, the hotel and uh, training facilities that the Wallabies um, will be um, using. Um, so, yep. Yeah. Uh, good evening to um, Simon um, as uh, well. Um, the um, And uh, uh, everybody, uh, the, yes, the New York Ironman in Major League Rugby. Uh, Eastern Conference and Seattle Seawolves in the Western Conference um, are those two are topping that table. Yeah, not been really following the Major League Rugby this season, I'll be honest I'm with you. And uh, Ty in, uh, Hammers, um, yes, up the uh, up, 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 up Chiefs Manor, um, both in Super Rugby Alpaki and also in Super Rugby Pacific as well. Um, the uh, Chiefs dominating across both of those. Um, over on the women's um, competition, um, they have finished the round robin um, with three wins from three games. Um, they beat uh, the Hurricanes in round one, 53-21. Uh, then the uh, the Blues, 50-33. And then in their final round, they only scored 46 points um, against the Mataatu, who scored 38. So um, some big scores there, over uh, about 150 points or 149 points over three games. So a lot of points there. Um, by the uh, the Chiefs. They were behind in that one and came back, so um, good on them. And they still have, have won every single game that um, Chiefs uh, Manoa have played, and that's been over the last three, over three years now um, that uh, they have won every single game. Um, so uh, well done to them to top the table. Um, the Blues beat the Hurricanes down there in um, Wellington, um, 31-22. to 22. Um, which uh, rescued their season after the uh, Blues had lost their opening round, uh, opening two games against Matatu and the um, Chiefs um, in that one. Um, the um, uh, so yes, so uh, the Blues saved it. So basically, the Chiefs topped the table with three wins from three. Um, the uh, then each of the other three teams, Matatu, Blues, and the Hurricanes, all won one game and lost two. Due to points difference, Matatu came second, head of the Blues, and the Hurricanes came last. Um, that means that, I'm um, oh, sorry, the Hurricanes didn't get a bonus point, so I'd say we actually had four points, whereas Matatu and the Blues were on five points. Um, so that brings us into the semi-final weekend, where all four teams have um, qualified. Um, the uh, Chiefs um, will be um, up against um, the Hurricanes at 6pm uh, on Sunday, and before that, the Atatu will play the Blues at 3.15. Both games are up in Albany Stadium um, this weekend. And then the following weekend for the actual for the uh, finals weekend, um, that will be held in uh, uh, Hamilton. Now, unfortunately, I can't get to either of those weekends because um, this weekend, coming up, I like my daughters with me. And the weekend afterwards that um, I uh, will be working on the census. Um, so, um yeah, that's what I've been doing, folks. So this is, yeah, last weekend, um, I was I was rushed. I was asked to go up to uh, Coromandel 
uh, town uh, to help them out because uh, due to the rain, they've uh, been a bit some. Uh, a bit behind on getting all of their census forms out. So I was up there um, for a couple of days um, and then back in Waihe. Uh, so in the middle of a nine-day um, run of uh, of working on that, which does mean I've not watched as much rugby as I wanted to um, this weekend, folks. I'm sorry about that, but um, we will go through all of the games anyway. But as I say, um, next weekend, Matter actually against the Blues. That'll be, that should be a cracking um, game. Uh, Matter actually won that one by two points when they met in the opening round, 33-31. to 31. Um, Chiefs should be the Hurricanes. Um, let's be honest, it was 53-21 last time out. So uh, Chiefs into the uh, for, into sort of the, the title final, um, whereas Hurricanes into the bronze playoff or third, fourth playoff. Um, and uh, we'll see between Matt Atu and Blues, let's say that should be a cracking game to see who goes on to lose to the Chiefs in the final. And um, is how that one looks to me, I'll be honest with you. Um, moving on then to um, Super Rugby Pacific, and uh, let's have a look at their games um, this weekend. As Titan uh, Haraz said, the Chiefs kicked it off um, in superb fashion, winning their game um, 28-7 to over the Highlanders. Highlanders having a shocking um, season um, at the moment, seeing bottom of the table. The Chiefs, now that's three wins from three games and all of them with try bonus points. They sit top of the uh, table. Um, and we'll have a look at the table closer uh, at the end of the round. But look at that. Um, 13 line breaks to two. Um, only missed 13 tackles to 44 um, by the Highlanders. Um, clearly, the Highlanders uh, yeah, couldn't cope with the attacking firepower that the um, Chiefs brought to this game. The score could have been even higher, only 43% kicking. That's not very good, let's be honest. But um, so plenty of points left out on the pitch there um, with that one. Um, the uh, Some some work-ons for the Chiefs. Well, look, turnovers. 18 turnovers um, is too many, and it's another side that could be a problem. But um, when your opposition are, say, <laughs> missing 44 tackles um, and uh, only making two line breaks themselves, uh, that's... Uh, Turnover, those number of turnovers are not going to be a uh, problem. Um, as uh, say the Chiefs blew away um, the uh, the Highlanders there with that one, and uh, lots of talk around Sean Stevenson, who really stepped his game up last season. And uh, boy, oh boy, is his time easier timing run uh, to make it into the full All Black squad um, for the Rugby World Cup? We'll have to wait and see. Um, there are a number of good wingers out there. Obviously, Will Jordan's come back from injury. But you've got Caleb Clark, um, Les Fanganuku, um, Sevu Reese, um, all hanging around and uh, uh, out there on the wings, and maybe even Rico Wani being pushed out there as well. So um, lots of options out there, but um, Sean Stevenson, to say, making a very good case um, for uh, his inclusion. Next up came one of the shocks of the round. Not the biggest shock by any, way, by any, by any stretch, but uh, the Rebels beat the Waratahs 34-27. to 27. The most points of uh, any team this weekend scored there by the, um, the Rebels. This um, coming off, um, let's be honest, not um, uh, particularly good. Uh, losing the Rebels lost to the Hurricanes 33-39. So look, they, they were scoring points. Um, they showed that they could they could uh, they, they could score, um, but uh, they also lost the force 34-27. Um, so off the back of those two losses, um, I must admit I did think the Waratahs were going to have uh, too much for the Rebels, but no. Um, look at that, 19 offloads, a uh, a round high there from the um, the Rebels. 
um, clearly risking their arm against Horatiles. We had a perfect set piece, um, but couldn't use that platform um, to push on uh, to uh, to win uh, to, to or to get yeah, to beat um, the rebels there. Clearly, with those offloads, the rebels got fast ball, and that was enough to see off the um, Waratah. So, um, cracking win for the rebels. One of those one of the teams I thought was going to be uh, along with a force, um, probably um, batching it out for the bottom two of the table. So, to pick up a win. Um, against the sort of mid-table-ish side in Waratahs, that's a very good result for the uh, Rebels. Not quite as good um, as the uh, Drua against the Crusaders, 25 to 24. That's three losses on the bounce. Oh, sorry, that's two losses and a win, a win over the Highlanders, the only win so far for the Crusaders. Um, and the Fijian Drua, two wins out of their first three games. That's uh, a cracking result for them, beating Moana Pacifica uh, in a close one in the opening round. Um, remember that was uh, 34 to 36, a two-point win over Moana Pacifica, um, followed by um, that um, blowout. I'm sorry, by against the Waratahs, 17 to 46 uh, over there in the uh, Melbourne Super Round, and now over in Fiji, 25 to 24, a one-point win over um, the Crusaders. Even though they only kicked 33% of their goals, um, it should have been a little bit easier um, than they made it. Um, Really played with ball in hand. Look, only 16 kicks out of hand. Um, and that's been a kind of a style that we've seen um, from the drawer that they don't kick very much. Um, their line out, 10 for 15, not good enough, really. Um, but uh, luckily, it was enough um, with their eight line breaks, only two by the Crusaders. The Crusaders really struggling um, to score points um, at the moment. You can see that um, when we look at the table because the Crusaders... Um, have uh, only scored 86 points. Uh, and when you think that um, the uh, the Reds, um, uh, Melbourne Rebels, uh, have scored more points than the uh, Crusaders, um, with um, only 12 tries for, um, that uh, you've got to say, yeah, the Crusaders' attack really is spluttering um, at the moment. Uh, Lionel Malls was their go-to um, against the uh, Drua. And you think that's what um, a lot of teams will try and do, but clearly not enough on the day. And a cracking win over there in front of a big crowd as well. Look at that, 92 tackles is all they had to make um, by the Drua. So look, by playing by playing possession rugby, uh, making the opposition make the tackles, um, and you can wait, use that to tire them out. Um, and uh, on the day, I say cracking one from them. 21 missed tackles, so more missed tackles than the Crusaders, and they made less tackles overall. That's not very good, and that's something that they'll uh, they'll, they'll want to um, clean up. But uh, cracking win by the Jurors, so cracking tries in that as well. So do um, watch that one. I say really big crowd um, over there in um, Fiji, and showing what what uh, I guess what pent up um, demand there has been for Super Rugby in Fiji. It'll be interesting to see what happens, um, what kind of crowds Moana Pacifica can get when they go to Samoa um, and uh, Tonga um, over the over the uh, next over the coming years. Um, will they actually even relocate um, to one of those places? Because uh, as well as the crowds from Moana Pacifica at Mount Smart Stadium have not been great, um, but uh, you can see what can happen uh, potentially in the islands. Next up, the Hurricanes lost to the Blues at 19 to 25. Um, the Hurricanes coming off of, of uh, a pretty good start to the um, season with their two wins. Um, so I did wonder whether they would be able to upset um, the Blues in this one. Um, look, uh, decent set piece, but 18 turnovers 
um, and then uh, 172 tackles. That was a, that's high um, from anyone. Obviously, missing Ardi Severe due to that um, one match ban he got for the yellow card and the warning um, on that one. Um, so um, it'll be um, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how. Um, uh, how how uh, that uh, with, with, how well the Hurricanes bounce back with um, Ardy coming back into them. But look, um, good win, uh, an important win for the Blues after they lost to the Brumbies in the previous round. Now the Brumbies have not been scoring points. When we look at the table, um, they've only scored seventy nine points. That's less than the Moana Pacifica. That's less than the Rebels. Um, less than the Crusaders even. Um, but they've only allowed sixty two points. Their defence has been good, and their game management's been good. Um, that's where the Blues fell down to the Brumbies, uh, but um, managed to come back uh, and uh, get more line breaks than the Hurricanes, be more effective um, and take the win um, down there in Wellington. Simon Hughes says Fiji, uh, Fiji and Drua need three more matches or three more wins to make it to the playoffs. That'll be um, cracking, won't it? Um, and you have to remind that, yeah, that uh, Monarchs have got to play in one game in uh, um, Apaya this year. Yeah, that's why I said going to be the years to come when because they're not playing in both Samoa and Tonga just in Samoa um, this um, this year um, but um, yep um, we'll have to see um, how uh, um, how how that uh, how that kind of goes over there hopefully um, it is a, a cracking crowd um, for that one um, the uh, um, then uh, moving on then um, to the that was the Hurricanes Blues, wasn't it? Brumbies versus the Reds, twenty-three to seventeen. Look at that, Reds kicking thirty-three percent of goal. Now look, they missed two conversions. That four points would didn't lose them the game, um, but they need to be better than that. Um, in all honesty, they did very well against Brumbies at scrum time, um, which um, a bit of a surprise because Brumbies look um, set piece is part of their uh, part of their DNA, um, and to, uh, to so to have had the worst scrum in that round is is a hat tip to the Reds. Uh, but it wasn't enough. Um, okay, yes, they gave a weekend high, 18 turnovers, but 17 for the Brumbies, so it was pretty even on that one. Um, but very good on uh, the Reds, um, very good on their discipline, but it wasn't enough to um, seal the Brumbies. Look, Brumbies, as I've said, game management. They've scored 79 points. They've allowed 62 points. They've scored eight tries. They've allowed eight tries in three games. Um, they just know how to get over the line. Um, good defence. Um, and uh, good game management is seeing them home at the moment. Will that be enough um, when it comes to finals time? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, the Brumbies currently um, playing some very clever rugby, uh, if um, if not sort of uh, the free-flowing or, uh, or, or high-scoring um, delights that we're seeing in some other games. But winning is the name of the game, and they are second in the table at the moment with three wins um, from zero. Um, the uh, in that one, and so says, Yeah, the Brumbies are blessing and a curse. Um, they're uh, the uh, most competitive team, um, but they're in the smallest catchment area for the game. Well, yes, hopefully, the Brumbies can get some uh, good crowds there. Um, it's uh, towards the end of the season, it gets very cold in Canberra, um, and so you can understand come finals time, um, why uh, getting people out uh, into the stadium can be a bit tough, but hey. Um, they're definitely producing the results um, to encourage uh, to, um, crowds to come along. Final game of the round. So the Force take on Moana Pacifica. And Moana Pacifica come to a, a tight loss yet again. 21-18 um, to 18 in this one. 
no offloads and only two line breaks by the force, as well as 15 penalties. Look, a bit like with the feature he drew against the Crusaders. Um, look, the stats are against them. They shouldn't have won this game. Really, Moana um, did all the right thing again. Like the Fijian Drua, only 92 tackles they had to make because they played ball in hand and made the opposition um, make all the tackles. 11 offloads, um, but uh, only four line breaks from those. Um, what's uh, not enough to rack up a big enough score to hold on to that one. Um, it could have, uh, obviously, both, both sides missed kicks at goal. The force missing more. So, uh, look, the force um, could have... Uh, won this one um, perhaps a little bit easier than they actually did in the end. Um, the uh, Both set pieces, uh, um, jittery, I think is probably the nice way to put it, but two um, uh, two scrum, two wins from five scrums. Actually, that's probably worse. That's a worse record than the Rumbies. I should have put red for more Pacifica's scrums there, not for um, the Rumbies, but that's poor by the... Uh, um, poor by the by Moana. They really need to um, do um, to work on that. Let's be honest. So, what does that mean? Uh, how does the table look um, at the moment? I'll just bring that up now. So, I think there are some real uh, some interesting pieces uh, to, um, uh, to 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 look at um, in the standings. Um, let's bring it up. There we go. Um, I guess uh, so. Some of the points there, oops, that's, uh, that's not going to help. Um, is that uh, me highlighting that piece there? But about the Brumbies, only 79 points scored, um, four, um, 80, um, and uh, 62 against, only plus 17. But they've come away with three wins from that. Um, when uh, let's say you've, you've got uh, the Blues, Hurricanes, um, uh, Waratahs, Crusaders, uh, Reds. Rebels um, and Moana Pacifica all scored more points than the Brumbies, but they don't let that um, stop them get, getting um, the win. No bonus points so far, so they're three points behind the uh, Chiefs um, at this point, but um, two points ahead of both the Blues um, and the Hurricanes in there. Fijian Drua. Um, now, look, one of the things I got from the post-match against Moana was the fact that they've been in, in uh, had a 16-week preseason, which is way longer than any of the other teams. So they should have hit the ground. They've um, hit the ground running and they have done. Um, but um, I'd expect the other teams to start catching up now. Um, and uh, that, uh, that advantage that the Fiji and Drua had about having, about not having to, uh, not having that kind of uh, the NPC season, um, not having to wait until sort of December or even January to start their preseason um, means that, um, I say, I think other teams will start catching up now um, in that one. Um the uh, um, 78 points for 104 against um, minus 26, um, even though they've got a winning record of 2 1 because um, of that big loss against the Waratahs. But they've both been at two points uh, and uh, was two point and one point are both very close wins for the um, for the drawer. But so uh, hey, they're landing the right side of the ledger, and that's um, kind of what matters. Similar to the Western Force, there, even worse, minus 41 points for the Western Force, um, and yet they've got two wins. Um, and one loss. So two narrow wins, but hey, um, they the, the, all the wins count. It's not about how you get them. Um, teams down the bottom there, obviously the Crusaders. Oops, I just realized I don't even need, I don't, I don't, I've cut off the Highlanders. Um, obviously the Crusaders, the Crusaders strug, struggling. Um, Simon did make um, the uh, the points of uh, Will Razor keep his job. Well, look, 
Um, Razor is apparently leaving the Crusaders at the end of the season anyway. So um, I think he'll keep it to the end of the season. But uh, yeah, the big question mark there um, is Razor um, this super coach that he's been cracked up to be? Uh, that's something that I'm, I'll do a um, Patreon special about sometime this week, hopefully, um, and get that out. So you want to see that, then uh, look, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio um, uh, to sign up for that for as little as a dollar a month. And that helps me pay for all the tech um, and other stuff um, that uh, goes with it. It means I wouldn't have to work weekends um, and miss rugby games um, by doing the census. But um, if you could head, head over there, um, that would help me out um, an awful lot, um, folks. Um, but so, because, yeah, a couple of things. I mean, uh, the, the Crusaders have had one of the most stable squads um, we've seen. Uh, so is it down to squad uh, stability? Uh, look at the number of coaches that he has also turned over. A bit like Eddie Jones at England as well. So a couple of things there to look at. Um, and have a chat about on that uh, Patreon um, special. Um, the Reds, um, look, I think another team that perhaps uh, lower down on the table than they'd want to be. Um, Brad Thorne's been there for quite a while now, uh, and uh, but um, not able to, uh, still at two losses and a win. Sure, they're um, 100 points, but only 90 against. Uh, that's, uh, so they've, um, they've scored more than they've let in, but... Uh, that um, hasn't helped them get the wins on the board, as we've seen. Um, it's uh, that doesn't uh, always um, come up with um, with points. Um, so the Chiefs are at the top there; they've scored 111 points. It's more than anyone else, sure, but that's only six more than the Blues and the Hurricanes. The big difference is that against 64 against, they've only allowed six tries. At the best defense in the competition, um, they've got the best attack as well. But it's that defense that is so much that, that, that I think is a step above everyone else's. Um, and uh, I think that's what's differentiating them at the moment. So uh, if they can keep um, teams down um, to uh, to, a few, to fewer points, um, then they are going to be going to go a long way in this competition. And um, yeah, the Chiefs going very well there. I think a lot of it will be looked at, say, on that attack, looking at players like Sean Stevenson, etc. But we need to also keep an eye out on that um, points against for the defence will be the quiet piece that some people don't talk about, but is actually the thing that's driving um, that uh, season for the Chiefs. I'm going to do a very quick run. I'll be about 10 seconds as I run off and uh, grab myself a, uh, a drink just to um, wet the larynx as I'll be uh, talking continuously so far. Um, and when I come back, we'll be um, talking about the Six Nations. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we are back and i have grabbed myself a, a stoke hazy juicy pale ale um folks handcrafted it says but then again, i think probably you'll find most beers are um anyway so probably just a bit of a um trying to jump on the craft beer bandwagon when it's not really a craft beer um let's be honest but all the way from nelson um top of the south island there just um filling as i pour it cheers everybody Right, um, good to um, have uh, that drink. And uh, let's bring up then my uh, spreadsheet um, that I've got about the um, six nations. There we go. So um, for those of you on the podcast, um, I've been <laughs> maintaining a spreadsheet on the six nations. Um, and I did for the Super Rugby, I should have mentioned that as well. Um, that looks at uh, point, looks at various st stats from each of the games from each round. And I... Uh, Highlight the one, the sort of best and worst in each round um, from that. So, and hopefully, we'll see um, some trends about that um, going forward. First up, Italy versus Wales. Italy went into this as the favourites, and probably um, uh, for um, the for the first time in um, well, I think it's in a long time anyway. Um, someone did say um, in one of the podcasts I was listening to as to which uh, which year it was the last time that that. Uh, um, that uh, Italy had gone in as favourites during a Six Nations game. And you look, kicking a goal 100%, they made the most offloads, they made the lowest line breaks out of any team in the round, um, and they had to make the least tackles as well. So um, they maintained possession, um, in theory, tiring out the opposition. Um, the opposition had the worst discipline, um, missed the most tackles, um, also the worst kicking at goal as well. But discipline, uh, sorry, the, the turnovers um, there. Wales didn't turn over the ball when they actually had it. But still, um, Italy really um, putting lots of good stats up there. But the only stat that really matters at the end of the day is on the scoreboard. Um, and that's where Wales came up trumps. 29 points uh, to 17. Um, <laughs> Wales in the first three rounds scored 27 points across all three games. And in this one game, they've scored more points than all those games put together. Um, they clearly needed to, um, to uh, to because they did, they did need a win. Um, so whilst both teams are coming to this with not, with three losses, the conversation and the around the teams was very different. For Italy, it was all positive. Look, they're going in the right direction. They're playing running rugby. We can see their style. We can see their shape. For Wales, it was like, what is their shape? What are they doing? Do they know what the best team is? Should they be going with the old guys or young guys? What um, They're arguing off the pitch. What is going on? Two very different narratives for similar results at the end of the day, i.e. three losses from uh, three games. Um, but, um, but yeah, so the uh, so well done to Wales. <laughs> I don't think any of us saw um, that one coming. Um, and uh, they held on over there. Um, in Italy, that does mean Italy will probably um, pick up the wooden spoon 
I say probably, uh, because they do play Scotland next weekend um, over there in Murrayfield, and they could get the win and potentially put Wales back down into last place. But um, that is extremely um, unlikely with um, with that one, um, especially as Wales picked up the um, bonus point um, as well in this one um, with the um, uh, with the penalty try um, is. Uh, along with tries from um, Rio Dwyer, uh, um, Liam Williams and Tulupe Falatau. So um, the uh, Simon says, um, I'm starting to notice attack and teams need to stop offloads uh, if they're to win um, more games. Well, you say that and um, Italy had more offloads than uh, Wales and yet um, they, uh, and more line breaks, and yet they could, didn't finish um, those. I mean, 11 line breaks, um, for only two tries, um, that's just not enough. Um, at uh, that, uh, the, the finishing is just not good enough at this level. Um, to um, really, they should be fin- they should have um, scored um, more points than that with that many um, line breaks. Um, in all honesty, um, so look, Italy still, I think, is he will be positive heading in the right direction, but there are speed bumps along the way, um, and this clearly is um, one of them. Um, the um, and on to Simon's point that the whole point of about line breaks, uh, about offloads um, and winning is that offloads create basically effectively quick rock ball or quick ball, um, and therefore the um, defense or uh, I don't have time to reset for the next attack. Um, you can get a similar outcome by having your two second rocks, um, so you fast rock speed, which is what Ireland has historically done, um, and so they've avoided doing um. Uh, avoided uh, um, offloads and have uh, uh, had the players lined up speci- uh, ready to clear rock balls. So you don't need line breaks to, uh, so you don't need offloads to get quick, to, um, to have quick balling to get line breaks and to win. But it is a it is one way of doing it, um, uh, certainly. Um, the uh, I mean again, Italy um, twenty kicks from hand. They've his- they've um, they've been the least kicking team. Um, across most of um, the uh, the weekends, and then you made one more than the least in round one, um, and then there were the least kicking teams in rounds two and three. Um, and again, only twenty kicks, one more um, than um, Scotland, who were the lowest. So again, um, low, not many kicks, trying to play possession, um, and this time it didn't um, come off for them. England versus France. Now there's always talk about France struggling, Twickenham, and blah blah blah. But um, I had France as uh, heavy favourites in this one. But I did not see this kind of scoreline, which is a record scoreline f- for France against England. They've never scored as many points. They've never won by as many points um, against England. 53, uh, 10 to 53. Um, cracking game by France. 42 kicks from hand. Um, the um, second most, or sorry, equal, equal most with um, uh, in the uh, Six Nations. Um, 32 from England. England do a lot of kicking there. Uh, Eddie Jones did say in his podcast last weekend, last week, that uh, he expected France to go to the long um, uh, kicking game. And uh, he uh, um, and uh, but it was those those little um, kicks over the or or, or chips over um, that bounced um, and led to tries um, were um, were were inventive. Um, the unpredictability um, of this um, this French team. There, um, 11 offloads. So again, that was England. Three offloads and only one line break. Boy, oh boy, England's attack. Seriously stuttering. 
and turnovers again, two weeks running that England have been top of the turnovers. Um, 21 last week against Wales, where they actually came away with a win. 18 this week against France. And that, if you turn the ball over that often to a counter-attacking side like, like France, you are going to be in real trouble. And that's what it proved. Norton Wright says um, England out-muscled. Um, pardon me. Yeah, when, um, that, uh, when that strong French pack can give uh, DuPont and, and Tamak from football, um, it's scary stuff. And uh, that's, what we, that's part of what we saw um, on the weekend. So um, cracking game by France. Well done. Um, so uh, the only blemish, um, clearly that uh, game um, against Ireland, um, so uh, they've scored more points in Ireland, 133, um, whereas Ireland scored 122. But Ireland have only allowed 56 points, um, only allowed five tries against France, allowed 10. So France have allowed 10 tries, uh, sorry, twice as many tries as Ireland have. And that's been the kind of different. And that's, um, again, a bit like the Chiefs in Super Rugby. Defence wins your titles um, in that one. Um, so... Um, Nocturnal Wright says, yeah, I'm getting that Don Brandt is often in highlight reels for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I'm not convinced by, by Don Brandt um, at all. Um, uh, for uh, But um, hey, there we go. Um, I've, uh, not, I don't watch enough of the England domestic scene um, to see why he's been persistent with it, to be honest, uh, with that one. Um, I thought he was, uh, yeah, fumbled the ball a lot during some of the earlier rounds um, as well. <laughs> Chris Rivers Bay, if only there was an Australian coach we could hire who has a track record of doing well in World Cups. Well, yes. <laughs> Clearly, um, he has been let go, and we'll see how Eddie Jones goes with um, with the Wallabies. Um, look, people have been saying that France have been out, there, out of sorts the first three rounds. Uh, look, I think France have been building um, other kind of styles of rugby um, ready for the Rugby World Cup, uh, and uh, they clearly unleashed some of that um, against England. Uh, this um, this weekend, um, the uh, looking at um, we'll look at the final rounds in a second. Scotland against Ireland. Look, it was seven eight at half time, um, and Scotland were right in this. Um, Ireland um, had like three, uh, I think it was three forwards injured in the first twenty minutes. Um, they ended up with both their hookers being injured and off the pitch. Um, luckily, um, one of their props could come on um, as and, and uh, scrummage as hooker. Um, but uh, he couldn't throw lineouts, and hence uh, they had Josh van der Fleer there, uh, their open side flanker, throwing in at the lineout, um, and they still had a better lineout um, than Ireland. So, um, sorry, than the, the, the Scotland. Um, it really was a disastrous situation um, for Ireland, yeah, in, in, and, and they coped with it extremely well. Um, the uh, one of my um, tweets from last year. Um, we got resurfaced um, because I took a screenshot, a sort of photo of the team sheet for Ireland against the Maori, uh, against um, yeah, the Maori All Blacks, because uh, I was at that, I was doing media um, at that game, um, and they had their um, the the um, um, Healy wasn't it, the prop um, down on the team sheet uh, on the bench as a loose head, tight head, and hooker. Um, so he was pre-marked, pre-game available for that. So clearly. This has been something that's in the plans for Ireland if this did happen. Um, so cracking work by uh, by, the, uh, by the coaches there and by um, Andy Farrell um, to make sure that they were ready for this situation if and when it happened. And it did happen against Scotland. 
um, and they managed to not go to uncontested scrums. I think you'll find most teams would end up in uncontested scrums at that point. Discipline, fantastic for Ireland. Only six penalties all game, and they ratcheted it up in the second half um, and um, and blew, uh, um, blew by um, Scotland, who threw everything at them in that first half, but just could not get points on the board. They did keep it um, unstructured. Uh, it was played at a ferocious pace, and you can tell that by looking at the number of tackles in this game. And that tells you sort of how much rugby has been played. Um, in this game, what was it? Um, 315 tackles. Compare that to um, to the England-France game, which was uh, 239 um, and 204. So more than a, uh, 100 more tackles than, or um, or 50% more tackles than the Italy-Wales game. 50% more rugby um, is one, another way of looking at it than the, Italy Wales game. So a lot of rugby was played, especially in that first half. Um, and then you thought with all those injuries that Ireland would struggle um, come the second half because they'd just run out of steam having used up their bench already. But no, um, they uh, stepped up in that second half and um, went on to win it. So cracking um, uh, one by, uh, by by Ireland. But I'll turn right, so naff that Scotland, South Africa, Ireland, France, All Blacks on the same side of the World Cup draw. Ah, no, I disagree um, because um, it does mean there's real jeopardy in those early rounds. South Africa, Ireland, Scotland, all in the same pool. One of them won't make it out. Um, one of them will not be making it to the uh, quarterfinals. And that's three cracking teams. Um, then they will be playing, well, then we'll have real quarterfinals that matter. Um, France versus Ireland or France versus South Africa and then All Blacks versus Ireland or All Blacks versus South Africa. Um, so, so every round we're going to have real games that are going to be interesting. Um, it's not going to be uh, kind of like we know the four teams that are going to go from the quarterfinals into the semifinals. Um, that uh, it's uh, we're, we're, just, we're not going to know that they're going to crack, say cracking games throughout um, the uh, the tournament. So, yes, I can understand it's uh, people are a bit upset and it's a particularly um, it's their teams involved. Um, but um, per se, I think it does. Uh, it, it actually will be good for the tournament in some ways. Um, so yes, so um, Scotland there, as you see, nineteen only nineteen kicks from hand, so they kicked it the least um, this weekend as they tried to run the um, um, Scotland off um, the uh, um, off the park. Uh, so Scotland and Ireland off the park and didn't uh, didn't achieve that. Um, and in that second half, and say Ireland stepped it up, and then. Um, and, and, then, and then it was done. Um, so I think the, the World Cup draw um, should be done in year th um, the third year of the cycle, not the first year or two. Um, look, the, there was that, um, pretty sure that's what used to happen. Um, and then the various countries said, look, we don't have enough time to uh, go and recce um, the, uh, the the hotels and the training facilities and um, get all our logistics in place. So please, can you make um, the draw happen earlier? Doctor Wright wants it to be six months out. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, so that's why um, Eddie Jones for at the moment is in France, checking out the hotel, checking out the training facilities, um, checking out uh, how the, the the journey from the hotel to the ground um, and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's why it happens ahead of time. Now this time. Um, because of COVID, it was even longer. Um, whereas um, this one, um, the uh, 
because uh, this because of COVID, they actually took the results from the end of the Rugby World Cup because teams weren't playing in 2020, and so you couldn't or or playing equal amounts. So you couldn't. The, 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 they said then that uh, the world rankings weren't fair um, on teams that couldn't play. So um, the uh, so the, there is a um, uh, there is that um, uh, so there is that reason as to why it is particularly bad or particularly skewed um, for this Rugby World Cup, and everyone seems to be going to forget about the whole COVID thing. Um, but that's why um, teams wanted time to be able to. Um, get the, um, the, the 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 resources and in the situation. Nocturnal rights. World rugby should do that. All the teams should get the same um, base resource. That would involve building a stadium, building a um, building a hotel, building everything in the same place. Um, uh, you can't all have the same resources because it just they just don't exist. Um, and so. Um, that's um, that, that's how it is. What are the countries um, that qualify? Um, um, uh, what can qualify for the World Cup? Notified of their facilities are. Um, um, I don't know when it when it is, um, but um, it, they, they they do know um, already. Um, uh, say early James if they're looking at them. Um, look, uh, the reviewer um, feels like there's a gap in quality between France, Ireland, and the teams ranked below them. Uh, in the Six Nations, there definitely is. <laughs> to me, this Six Nations was always going to be um, the Ireland, France at the top, Scotland were going to come third, England fourth, um, and then uh, either Wales or Italy um, at the bottom. Um, I think it was pretty clear cut that that's where um, the, uh, the, so the the ranking, and that's what kind of what we're getting now. Um, if we look at the last round of games, the last round of games are probably the worst round of games um, that we're going to have in the entire tournament. I'm looking at it, Scotland and Italy at home, Scotland at home are going to win that game. Um, we'll have some exciting um, rugby from Italy. Um, it might be a fun game, but it's going to be, a, uh, I don't think it's going to be a competitive game. I uh, think we're going to see a clear uh, Scotland win that one um, comfortably. Um, maybe not, probably not a blowout score in, as, in, as sometimes in previous years, but um, they'll still win that one. France versus Wales. <laughs> Boy, England just beat Wales 20 to 10. Um, France just beat England 53 to 10. This could get ugly for Wales. Let's be honest. Um, if France really turn up at home um, against Wales, then um, uh, then it's going to be um, uh, a mess. Um, Ireland versus England. Again, England just got thrashed by France. Ireland beat France. Well, this one it could get messy too. So it's quite clear that um, we're going to have three home wins in round five. Scotland will be Italy, France will be Wales, and Ireland will be England. It's already obvious that's what's going to happen, unfortunately. Um, so not so much for Super Saturday um, for this weekend's games in the um, Six Nations, folks. Um, the uh, So yes, uh, um, it's just what it is. Top three, playing the bottom three. Um, that's what um, you're, you're going to get in this um, situation. Um uh, not so. World rugby can do all the planning, uh, gym, playing fields, transport, blah blah blah. Uh, look, to a certain degree, it is done, um, and it's not world rugby to do it, but it's the um, organising committee. Um, the organising committee tell each union which hotel they're getting and um, which training facilities they're getting, and then the union goes there and looks at it and goes, "Okay, how am I going to use these?" Okay, um, so it doesn't. Uh, yes, there is. A, they're allocated by 
world um, or they have been allocated by um, by the, uh, the, the the committee in France um, and they all will meet minimum standards of uh, uh, and but some will still be better but still there does need to be a whole bunch of logistics and organization going ahead so that when you arrive you're ready to roll um, and there isn't you don't spend the first few weeks deciding going where's our scrum machine um, where shall we set up the water um, these kind of things um, so um, the uh, so there is organize there is the organization of logistics that is needed um, by uh, by each union that goes there um so yeah so um, not that exciting a uh, next round um from the uh for for the six nations to round things off unfortunately um but um uh, look it's been a cracking tournament um and it, and we are looking at with um Ireland and France the uh, top two teams in the world and uh, two that uh, I expect to go deep into the rugby world cup clearly injuries will play a part in that and both teams do have key players. Anton Dupont is it is the best scrum half in the world, and uh, it's, it's impossible to replace him. Um, clearly, you do replace him, but you're not going to have the same quality. So, um, so that uh, there is that uh, you know, situation. Let's also just have a um, uh, quick bring up the um, next round of Super Rugby Pacific games. Um, and uh, have a, uh, a look at those. So going into week four, we've got um, just six games. Or we've got six games um, this weekend. The um, we always have every weekend. That's why I said six. Just um, the uh, so first up on Friday night, we've got the Hurricanes versus the um, Waratahs. Obviously, the both teams coming off the back of um, losses um, in. That one um, and uh, want to bounce back from that, but some um, hurricanes clearly will go into that as favourites at home. On to Saturday, um, the Chiefs up against the Rebels. That should be a comfortable win for the um, the Chiefs uh, in um, that one. Um, the uh, Blues then host the Crusaders. Boy, oh boy, um, tough one for the Crusaders. Right, two wins and a loss. Um, sorry, two losses and a win so far. Then win against the. Hurricanes, sorry, against the Highlanders to come back from um, Fiji and then take on the Blues. Um, that um, is going to be a real um, tough assignment for them. And as I say, look out for that uh, um, Patreon special or support a special that I put out about Razor um, during um, the um, the week. Um, Brumbies then take on Moana Pacifica. Boy, oh, a tough one for Moana Pacifica. I'm going to try and make the Zoom call. Um, and interview with their coaches. And if so, we'll put out that interview as well to supporters um, if I can get a recording of that. Um, but so yeah, tough, tough ask there from Moana Pacifica um, off the back of three losses, two of them very narrow, um, but um, up against the Brumbies, uh, that's, a, that's a tough ask for them, let's be honest. Um, and I think uh, you've got to say home advantage there. Can Moana get the losing bonus point? I think it's probably what they're looking for. Highlanders against the Force. Boy, oh boy. Um, <laughs> this is a big... This one this is a bit off the Highlanders. They really need to get their, their season on track and they need to win this game. Um, it's a very winnable one for them. Um, the Force, sure, um, they've got a couple of wins under their belt, but um, they uh, I say they've done it by um, uh, scoring less points than, uh, than they've given in. Um, so they've allowed more points than they've scored. Um, so 
Uh, it's going to be a tough one for the Highlanders because, as Nocturnal Wright says, they are low on confidence. It's very low on confidence. Absolutely, they will be. But I say that's a must-win game for them. And then the Reds up against the Fijian Drua. How will the Fijian Drua um, cope after the the high of beating the Crusaders at home? Um, will they be able to um, keep up that standard of play um, when they travel across to um, to the Reds? Um, or are we going to see a bit of a hangover from that game as all the emotion um, has um, been um, sort of after all the emotion of that game? We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, but I've got a funny feeling that the Reds will be um, favourites on that one, even if they have come off the back of that loss to the Brumbies um, and have had a poor start to the um, uh, to the season, losing also to the Hurricanes. Um, but uh, yeah, an important game there for um, the um, the Reds um, on that one. Um, so there we go. That's um, is uh, that's the that's my look forward to that round of games. I will um, be back on Monday next week um, at 8pm with the uh, Driving Mall show. So do come and join me um, for that. We'll be able to go through that um, final round of the Six Nations. We'll go around the round of Super Rugby um, Pacific and I'll also talk about the Super Rugby Alpaki um, semi-finals as well. So um, cracking weekend of rugby coming up, folks. And uh, hope to see you all there. Don't forget, become a patron, become a supporter, patreon.com forward slash NZ Sports Radio. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 